Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. y'all welcome to pink shade it's mary Payne here it's a tuesday before the 90 days edition i've got one of the members of my thruple it's katie from a date with dateline not to be confused with kimberly of a date with dateline and we are going to talk about before the 90 days the real name katie is 90 day fiance before the 90 days mouthful is that really it yeah. that's the name yeah wow okay yeah, yeah. how you doing I'm doing great. How are you? Well, you know, better. <laughs> you know, stuff. Holidays. You know, yeah. Son's basketball team all has COVID, including my son. So my that's God. been great times. He's um in the basement, like, you know, like a troll that we have locked up in the basement. We literally put his food at the top of the stairs and slammed the door. And um, Wow. He comes up in a mask and goes up to his room, and then, you know, he's allowed to be maskless in his room and in the basement. So that's it. And it's real sad. And he told me last night he felt very sad because he couldn't hug me. Oh, that's so sweet. What is he doing? Is he playing video games? Is he watching movies? It's just everything? Yeah, he's he's uh, his favorite thing to do, of course, is to watch the Harry Potter, Harry Potter movies. So he watches those. But then while he's got Harry Potter on the television, he then will have, like, YouTube videos of like basketball things on the iPad and sometimes also looking at his phone, all three. Um, sometimes he takes one of those elements out and plays Xbox. Um, there we go. Multitasking. Yeah, lot, you know what? If the power goes out, we're screwed. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's doing all those things. He and I need to work on writing a paper about the kite runner. So we're going to work on that. Oh boy. There we go. Yeah. I said yesterday, I go, why don't we just get started on that paper? Because, you know, why don't you go ahead and let me know what your three points are going to be? And then we'll start looking at uh, uh, some passages in the book to back up what your thesis is. And he goes, because that's what I want to do on my break. I go, we'll see. It was due last week and you couldn't get it done because you'd been sick. So now it's due. So it doesn't matter if you want to do it. Yeah, so the that's time been, is here. The time is here. So, yeah, so that's what's happening. And, you know, I just surprisingly am like, say la vie, what can I do about it? You know, he, nobody's sick. Nobody feels sick. There's no headache, vomit, vomiting. I mean, you know what I mean? Nobody, nobody's sick, like feels bad. Then so, it's the best case scenario of a bad case. You so know? just roll with it. Roll with yeah, it. What can exactly. I, What can I do? I can do nothing. Nope. Christmas is coming. We will we will not be having a, obviously a Christmas Eve gathering and for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> so this morning, my sweet son, he's like, "Well, what are we going to do about Christmas Day and like opening presents?" I said, "Well, we'll do that, but we'll just sort of all instead of we usually kind of get in the living room together where the tree is and we hand out our you know." I was like, "We'll just yeah. sort of just be sort of further apart. We'll just be further apart." 
we'll just wear masks and it'll be okay. Of course. Now, if we all test positive, I've tested negative, but we're going to test again. If we all test positive, we'll just be breathing all over each other in this house and nobody will care. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Until then, he remains the troll for the time (laughs) being. He'll be the Christmas troll. It'll be great. There's that Lifetime movie called like Girl in the Basement. So I would tell John, I was like, you're girl in the basement. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was What uh, happens in that? I can guess. Never mind. I can Yeah, guess. you don't want to know. I'm it's guessing. probably something you've covered on uh, Dayline. It sounds, it sounds like a, a Law & Order um, special victims unit that I once saw. Honestly. Yeah, I believe that movie was based on a true story, which was based on a Law & Order. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. So now we're just, we're calling him boy in the basement, (laughs) boy in the plastic bubble, boy in the basement. Yeah. Basement boy. Basement boy. The uh, plumber had to come over today in addition to the locksmith. And so both of them, as they came up my front walk, me with my mask um, and my like uh, socks and Birkenstocks looking hot as they're walking up, as they're walking up the front walk, I'm like, do you have a mask? Can you put a mask on? Mask. Mask. And they just turn around and go back to their car. I was like, don't even consider coming up my front walk without a mask. Yeah, how, good for you. How dare you? Why Before, did they? Uh, I think they had it like around the around the chin or, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we were going to be outside. So, uh, but I was like, nope, no, I'm sorry. I know we have not right outside. now. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. not right now. And then the other news that I'll let the monkeys know is that uh, the new dog has been decided upon <gasps> and she will be entering our home. COVID free, hopefully around uh, January 12th. You won. You got yes. the dog. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Congratulations. Mazel tov. You did it. New baby. I sent a photo last night to Kimberly because she wanted me to send her one. Oh, yeah. And she, all she wrote back was, stop. I'm dead. Don't stop. I cannot. Oh, my God. Stop. That's what she wrote back. <laughs> that seems right. I'm yeah. so excited. So we're just trying to decide on a name. So we're trying to decide if we're going to go with the color theme because violet is violet Mm -hmm. or if we're going to go with the flower theme because also a flower. Right. right? Of course. Yeah. So we thought of Ruby. Yeah. We thought I love Ruby too. We thought of Daisy. Daisy's good. We thought of Poppy. Oh, I like Poppy. I haven't heard of a lot of poppies. Yeah. And we thought of Millie and Hazel. Uh, I got really, really roasted for Hazel, but I liked it. Why did you get? That's actually my grandmother's name. Why did you get roasted? That, because for they Hazel? because they said that's a grandma name. It I, it is. I said, it well, so is Violet. Is. So is Violet. Yeah, <laughs> right, kind right. Of. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I think Hazel is a cool name. Actually, I think it's come back around. It's that's like what Blanche. I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Certain names come back in, and then mm-hmm. they sound great. You know, like Stella. Yeah. Yeah, I love Stella. Well, Dave said he liked Stella, but he would feel the need every time to do Stella. So I said, if you're going to do that for all these years, then the answer is no, she cannot be named Stella because that'll get old real fast. <laughs> what about us, Stella? What's us? Oh, like E-S-T-L-E-L-A? Uh, Stella is the main girl in Great Expectations, the book. I okay. always said if I had a kid, I was going to name her Estella. Because it's a little girl who lives with her grandmother and she like doesn't really go outside and things. And I just thought she was such, you know, mm-hmm. I was a drama kid. So it was like this tragic character who never learned to love. And I just love the name. And so um, Estella was always my big like name that was going to be the that was name it. for a yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Oh, wow. Okay, Estella. Well, I'll, think about I'll, it. But it'll still be shortened to Stella. So right. it really wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it to the, uh, I'll take it to the board, but I think the board will say no. I so, like Poppy. I like Poppy, Poppy and Ruby to me, but if I get, if I get a half a point vote. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to, I keep telling them that everybody seems to lean towards Poppy. Um, but then my husband said, Poppy is what they make heroin out of. I go, well, that, you know, she, I, I, come on, come on. So does he just not like the name and is trying to like reach for something that, well, we can't do this because heroin is that? got to say that about a lot of things. Uh, well, here's the thing. He was trying to keep with the purple theme. So he said he wanted Periwinkle and to call her Perry, P-E-R-I. Mm. But then we said that reminded us of Perry the Platypus from Phineas and Ferb mm. so, or Perry Cuomo. Mm. Yeah. So this is, this. Con- listen, it gives us something to talk about. You know, just when you think you've run out of things to talk about with your family. Right. Try to fight about names and there you go. There are other purples though. Yeah, not, not, right. not the Lavender, good- orchid. Orchid works for both. It does, Flower but, and, but and. that's kind of a depressing name for a dog. No, come, it come totally on. is. Poppy come here, is orchid. A, <laughs> it does. It does not roll off the tongue. It's a little tricky. Come here, orky. Orky. <laughs> is, All right. That's bad. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you posted. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I do have a couple of Patreon shout outs, and then, I have, then I'll have to do a quick talk about Patreon. Everybody wants to know. Uh, Patreon shout outs are Sarah B, Jennifer H, and Terry W. And for everybody wondering, yes, the two Patreons are going to be merged. Yes, you will be told all the instructions. I promise. Don't worry. Um, if you're already in Patreon, uh, direct instructions will be sent. I'm going to say like, Hey, if you're in Pink Shade Patreon and you're at this level, this is what you do. If you're in Pink Shade Patreon and you're at this level, this is what you do. If you're in Hey Bunky Patreon at this level, this is what you do. I'm going to break it down per level, per Patreon, just in case anybody's confused. But basically, Pink Shade Patreon will go away on December 31st. If you're in there, it's going to go away. If you paid for a year, Patreon will then alert me and then you'll be refunded for the difference. Um, Then what you need to do if you're only in Pink Shade Patreon, you need to go over to the new Patreon on January 1st, which will, will be called Pink Shade Bunkies, and choose your level there. If you're in only Hey Bunky Patreon, stay where you are. Don't worry. Hang tight. See what happens January 1. You might just want to stay where you are. You might want to upgrade. That's it. It's very confusing, but I'm just hoping by like January 5th, everybody will be settled where they need to be. They will be getting all their content and everything will be fine. It's going to take a couple of days to get everybody settled few days you just need a pinned post pin it but a lot of people don't do the facebook though and they just want to hear it here on the actual podcast oh that's okay yeah you're covering all the bases you're good yeah and i'm gonna like yeah and and so if you're already in patreon you're getting those like you know email messages or whatever that come from us um and so if you're new then you'll just go january 1st over to the new one and just pick your level and, and call it a day Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Sounds confusing. I, I'm sure I've made it more confusing, but um, 
I'm going to be making up uh, documents and what I said to Ingrid when I was talking to Ingrid about how I'm going to do this, she said, well, you're very good at, you know, uh, logistical documents. You know, I love a spreadsheet. And and I said, I'm going to do it like if you get, um, say, an invitation to a wedding or if you look up directions to a hotel on their website, they will say, if you're coming from the east, these are your directions. If you're coming from the west, these are your directions. I'm going to do it like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So anybody can find their find their level and follow those directions and don't look at anything else. I think that's great. Or you could just set up a customer service hotline and you could have Kimberly and I answer the phones and confuse people even more probably, unfortunately, <laughs> but might be funny. Call this number. 1-800-PATREON-HELP. Oh my God. I'm just going to give them um, your cell phone number. Oh, I'm sure you've got have not- them text me. Yeah, you got you got nothing me. else going on. <laughs> oh my god, really good. Okay, all right, let's talk about these wackos. Okay, before oh boy, the oh ninety boy. days, so you had to catch up all in like two days because you kind of forgot about it. I yeah. did. Mm. It was too much. Initial thoughts. Some of these people are going to get hurt <laughs> and hurt me in the process. I'm going to be hurt. And they're going to be hurt. We're all going to have like hurt feelings because I sense stupid decisions are coming. And then there's only one couple that I'm truly hopeful for. Okay. We'll find out who it is as we go. Mm-hmm. Off the top of my head, I, I, I can't imagine who it is, but let's go. Really? Okay. I, I just have a feeling and it might be because of watching. I pay pretty close attention to the coming this season. Okay. So you can kind of see where things are about to go, which is sort of cheating. Uh But there was one couple suspiciously absent from that. Okay. Because I'm looking at the couples on my list right now, and Mm -hmm. I don't have high hopes for any of them. So I'll be interested to see who your high hopes are with. I have to to cling to one or else I can't do it. Okay. (laughs) I got to have one. Even if it's unrealistic, I'm going to cling to it. Well, let's start with Gino and Jasmine. Are these the two you have high hopes for? <laughs> Gino. <laughs> no. She's going to murder him. She's going to murder him. She's, she's going to murder him. For the, I for think th- that this is the end for him. I don't think that he'll ever have another relationship. I, I don't think, think he'll it. ever make it back to Michigan. Yeah, that too. Okay. That too. Okay, Gino and Jasmine. So we start off and he's traveling and she sent him a sexy airport photo. And um, now we kind of get the story. So I didn't understand before like his full kind of timeline of when he was married before and all that because he was married for seven years to a girl that he brought over on K-1 visa. So she didn't ditch him right away. So I do think he did actually have a decent marriage. If he, yeah. I mean, they were married for seven years and he says they grew apart like there was no drama. So I I was happy to get this timeline. He says he's been divorced for seven years and he was married for seven years. So that puts us to age 37 where he was married to the lady from Sao Paulo and Sao Paulo. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if he got married at 37 and was married for seven years and he always knew he wanted to have kids. Why didn't the two of them have kids? Because he's been divorced now for seven years and now he's 51. I, I, it's none of my business. I'm just like I feel like we're gonna find out. I feel okay. I feel like it's going to come up, but because, I I wonder that too. Um, it wasn't like he was only married for two years and they knew right away it was terrible, you know. But is it also possible that she couldn't? That's that is possible. Yeah, it seemed like he would have said that. But all right, all seems right. like also he's the kind that would then do other steps, maybe adopt, 
maybe you know there's other options out there possibly yes there are there are but maybe he's also he's looking for the only once yeah he's looking for the one so he gino says he's known jasmine for nine months on video chat and he sees them growing old and raising a family together he's never met her in person then we do a flash to 24 hours earlier we see jasmine um lounging in a pool in a bikini and uh wow she is in fact stunningly beautiful yeah, she really is. She is. And she says to us, I intimidate most guys because I'm hot, beautiful, and intelligent, and you can't tame Latinas. We're not tameable. And then she goes, <laughs> and I go, oh, no. Now they both have horrible laughs. And now I'm scared. That are like apropos of nothing. They yeah. laugh at, They laugh after sentences that aren't quite jokes. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what's. It's a nervous laugh, kind of. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, his definitely is. Yes. His is for sure. And his voice gets higher the more ner- anxious he gets. Yeah. Like, he he has it like a Stephen, but Stephen was more like a <laughs> like that. Oh yeah. And this right. guy's more like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's real high sing songy like this <laughs> when he's talking. It's a lot of that. I love Jasmine. Yeah. A little bit like Mickey Mouse. If he grew up, (laughs) it sounds a little bit like that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good Mm -hmm. one. So she says, uh, I love to read and that's why I'm American literature teacher. And then she says something we didn't know from last week. She has two sons with her ex-husband. Yeah, there we go. Her eldest son, she doesn't say how old they are, by the way. Her Mm -hmm. eldest son lives with her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And her youngest son lives with her because he has a condition. And during the pandemic, he had a hard time. So she and her mother decided it was best. He has moved to the country with her mom. So she doesn't have either one of her children. And she misses him terribly. What does he have? He has asthma or something. But I, I, I this. let me tell you what, more of this is going to come around as to why neither one of her kids live with her. I'm just saying. Yeah, Absolutely. Does did they say that the older kid lives with her at least part time or no time? My my oldest son lives with my ex husband. Is what she says. So the kids were divided, which I don't like. That's also curious. I don't like that. So all right, put a pin in that because it'll have to it'll have to come back around. And she says meeting Gino during this time has been like therapy. He's been so wonderful. She's just been so sick and tired of dumbass men who only want you for a night. And he's different because he's smart. He's an engineer, but she's an extrovert. She's super healthy and fashionable. And he's an introvert. He eats junk food, has no fashion, and she hates his stupid hat. So already, definitely, it's looks like love looks like it's gonna work for sure Mm -hmm. oh boy she seems like just a kind of person that would very much care about what someone looked like but maybe Mm -hmm. not but it does it would appear on first glance and first meeting that that's who she is but well maybe she's just going to give him a whole makeover because i can see if he had a makeover he could be cute yes absolutely bald head full beard better clothes Stop, stop talking in the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. So she says she feels that he is special and she loves him even though she's never seen the top of his head because of his hat. And uh, now she goes to this place. It looks like, it looks like a, like a, a hotel suite. Maybe she says it's a suite, but I can't, it kind of looks like a little small apartment, I guess. It does. Yeah. Yeah. 
So she says, oh, look, he left me a voice memo. Um, would you like to imitate the voice memo that he left her? Or would you? Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. I'll let okay. you handle that. And I'm going to just take off my headphones <laughs> while you do it. Because I can't. Uh, it's, Everyone watching their television screamed collectively. Um, the, yeah. So we saw in the airport where she had said, who's my Bonita gringo? And now his voicemail, we thought maybe it was a her thing, but no, it's a them thing. And he leaves her a voice memo that goes something like this. Who's my little baby? Who's my little baby? You're my baby. You're my little baby. Okay. <clears throat> I won't do it again. You can come back Thank to me you. now. I appreciate that. Yeah. I and she says this is their thing. Baby talk. Like literally not like. Oh, you're my baby. More like literal, like you goo goo gaga with a baby. It's bad. But they didn't seem to be doing the widow baby. They didn't seem to be doing the R drop, which well, maybe just, just not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's and going to be so annoying. It's going I'm to be awful. Really worried about it. Um, if you get a chance, get your eyes on Pillow Talk from this week because okay. Pillow Talk is great. So we have. Brandon and Julia, oh, which is surprisingly funny. Mm -hmm. Of course, we have Tim and Veronica, the best. Of course. We have um, Kenny and Armando. Oh, good. Okay, great. And we have somebody else that will come to me in a second. But all of them are like, what the actual hell is going on here? I mean, they are. Oh, oh, it's Molly. It's usually oh, Molly perfect. and Cynthia, but Molly it's, Molly, friend. it's yeah. Molly and her new boyfriend. Ooh, okay. Interesting. And, and at first I was like, oh, he's going to be a dud, but he gets in there. He's pretty funny. Oh, good. He's pretty funny. Um, Cause he even goes, you know, they talk like that during sex. And she's like, ooh. Um, so well, they haven't says, had it yet. Right. But they will. And they will be doing the baby talk. So she says um, she can't wait to hug him and smell him. Now this is about the 14th reference from last week to this week that they have both mentioned smelling each other. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, maybe they're perfect for each other. I mean, you know, maybe this is going to be fine. She says she's really fantasized about their sex and she hopes he's sexual because she's very open. And but he's she's worried because he is skinny and delicate. Um, so okay. So her friend comes over, Grizel, and they're going to decorate the room with rose petals. Blah blah blah. And Grizel says, uh. You know, I'm concerned because maybe he's not telling the truth about things. And Jasmine does get pretty angry pretty easily. And uh, so she says to Jasmine, are you worried about this age difference? And Jasmine says, yeah, he lied at first about his age and said he was 44, but he's about to be 52. And then Grizel says, well, why are you sure he hasn't lied about other things? And she goes, well, you know, I require him when he leaves the house or does anything to send me evidence. Um you know, he has to show me where he is, who he's with, who he's talking to when he leaves the house. And she goes, what? And she goes, yeah, I have trust issues and men in general are cheaters and it will never happen to me again. And Griselle goes, well, that's psycho. And uh, Griselle is correct. That is correct. psycho. So we saw evidence of it last week and I thought, well, maybe that's just for the cameras. But apparently, no. Every time he leaves the home, he just has to have his cell phone on showing everything he's doing. Awful. He doesn't seem upset by it, though. This is the problem that I'm having, is that he seems to sort of like someone being in control of him mm -hmm. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. 
And if that's the case, that'll work out. But I think it could get old real fast. He's and he's never had a girl. He's never had a girl like that attracted to him ever. That's true. He probably thinks it comes with the territory. Uh, yeah. How long have they been together? I'm forgetting. nine months. Nine months. Nine months of that, huh? Yeah, okay, we'll see. So he lands in Panama, and right on oh, the boy. nose, he sings the Van Halen song "Panama." Uh, yeah, there uh, we go. Panama. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, that's it. He says it's hot. He's like, oh, it's hot here. Yes, you're in a tropical country. And he has to go and change in the bathroom. Thank God. But he keeps his hat on. And um, she says, I'm just so tired of this communicating. And I can't wait for this physical contact. Oh. And um, he tells us, my heart's going to be broken if it doesn't work out. So he gets, oh. off, he gets off the plane, starts walking towards wherever she is. And he squeaks out, Jasmine! And then laughs like a hyena. This is what I wrote. He squeaks out Jasmine and laughs like a hyena. That's, I mean, that's all I could say about him. Is So they pull down their mask and they kiss and he says, give me the baby talk. And then she starts you and I won't do it. to be I, kidding. I won't do it, but she does give him, she gives it, gives it to him. And then she says. And he it, returns it. Yeah. And then she says in person, he's super handsome. That's great. I'm glad she thinks that. And they make out. As they get in the car and she says, I'm going to break you tonight, baby. Oh my he God. is. He's like, you are what? Okay. Oh. So he says this is nerve wracking. And it's been a few years since he's been with a woman sexually. And he's very afraid of disappointing her. Yeah, I would think so. She has really hyped this up. And um, I would be terrified. If this was me in this situation and I would be like all excited to be with the person, I would be terrified. I was like, uh, what's going to happen to me? And um what do you mean you're going to break me? And I'm excited yet. I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a problem. I know what it's not going to be a problem because the first time it's going to be whatever. And then they have a lot more days, but yeah. if she's built up this first thing, he seems to not definitely be able to talk to her in a way that's like, Hey, Hey, I'm you scared. know, I, this might, <laughs> right. It's been a minute for me or whatever. They don't seem to have that kind of open dialogue. Yeah, like you might, in fact, break me. This is true, mentally and physically. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to be really upset about the hat thing, that he can't leave his hat on during the business, and he's going to try. He's yeah. going to try. To and those hats, as a stylist, do you find those hats ill-fitting? They don't fit properly. Does he have hair under the hat? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So he's why bald. in the world is he wearing the hat all the time? Just because he doesn't want to show a clean, bald head, I feel like he might have some hair, which is the problem, that he's trying to keep some hair. I, I don't know. I mean, when his brother was over, his brother took off his hat and rubbed his head and was like, oh, you hadn't shown her the dome? Like, we're both bald. Oh, that's right. But if he had a bald head and kind of a full beard instead of that weird 80s goatee, he would be he would, he would look great. I mean, not great, but a lot better, don't you think? I just don't understand the stigma about the bald thing is very strange. He seems to have a little bit of a complex about it. A little bit. He has six of the same hats, all different colors that don't fit properly. And he just changes them out. So you're thinking there's a little tuft under there that's upsetting. I was thinking that maybe there was something in the back, like a ring in the back. But you're right. We don't Mm. see. I don't know. Maybe he feels. I feel like somebody insulted him and told him at some point when he went bald that he had a mm. weird shaped head to be bald. It was just some guy said something. Yeah. And he can't get over it. And so he thinks that people find it disgusting on him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not the case because it, the, 
what if he has a big birthmark on the top of his head, like in the shape of Australia? Like what? I mean, what what's going on up there? That he's... Also, if you hate not having hair, go get you a wig. Go get, get a, you a good a, toupee. Be like David and Annie. Get a hair transplant. Exactly. It's I painful. just like it. Yeah. If, but if this is something that really like prevents you from not wearing it, from having it, you have to wear a hat all the time because of it, then fix it. You know, yeah. I don't I know. agree. I agree. But I think she's going to try to give him a makeover. And so we'll see what happens. So well, I, I am excited for that, actually. I would yeah. like to see that. I, I think like I think that. he would look a lot better. So yeah. they're in the cab. and He's like, wow, it's beautiful here. And then they get to the hotel apartment suite thing. He's like, oh, wow. And then she pulls down his mask. And she goes, baby, we're inside now. Let me see your face. Let me see your teeth. Oh, my little shark. So this is just. And then I said, then they both double hyena laugh and this is going to get old. So he lays on the bed and then, and then she shows him how it's bouncy and she asks him to take off his hat and he goes, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Here's a present for you. It's an unwrapped gift of an electric toothbrush. Now, in my mind, I was thinking perhaps she asked for this. Oh, I'd love to get, I've never had one, but no, he just says, to him, it was a meaningful gift because it is hard to brush your teeth manually. And this this toothbrush could go really fast. And maybe she can't get it in her country. He has no idea if she can or cannot. He just decided that was a good gift. And then she tells us, I mean, yeah, toothbrush. And it wasn't even wrapped with an eye roll. And no, I, I agree with her. What Did, did he buy it at the airport? What <laughs> happened here? Like, legitimately, what happened because this so, makes me worry about him, that he thought that was, this is like Corey and the sister's wedding dress. You know, the sister's yes. prom dress that was going to be the wedding dress. Yes. An or like electric- when Big Ed brought Rose razors because he wanted her to shave her legs. This feels like that to me. It's the first thing I thought of besides the prom dress was the, was, is it a slight? Is well, this a she hint, has, hint? She has beautiful teeth. and up She to does. The, he had never smelled her breath before. So, you know. It's really Does weird. He have a thing about hygiene in the mouth? Maybe. Oh, we. I, I don't know. I need to know. We don't know. So, and what? And what was the other gift that he brought her? Um, are, you, are you trying to remember? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm sorry. Pregnancy test. Oh, the pregnancy. Of course. Sorry. Here's here's some more gifts for you. Pregnancy. Test. I was thinking about the the little blue pills. I was like, that's not a pre- oh, that's kind oh. of a present for her. That's not really a present for her. I yeah, forgot I wonder, about the. Pregnancy I wonder if she test. he's even told her about the blue pills that he got off the black market. Yeah, um, that was the weirdest conversation. Where'd you get them? The internet. internet. <laughs> uh, okay. So he says no, uh, he's brought her some pregnancy tests, and he tells us oh, yeah. he does still have dreams of having kids, a boy and a girl, and she tells us. Having a baby in a hurry is crazy. And so he doesn't know I'm taking birth control pills. So she's not as open and honest as she is making him be. She is lying about something. That's really important to him. Yeah. Incredibly. But what a weird thing to bring. To give her... Do they... I'm sorry. For some reason, they don't have them in Panama. That's not true. They definitely have pregnancy tests there. Of of course. Both of these feel like message presents where we're, I'm sending you a message about something weird. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't have, listen, all I do is talk about teeth on this podcast, her teeth and his teeth as well. Totally fine. 
no need for the toothbrush and weird to bring somebody a pregnancy test when you've never had sex yet. Right. He goes, cause you could take the test at the end of the trip. I was like, you're, are, you there, are you there weird. for two weeks? I mean, what? What if she's not Some, ovulating? I mean, huh? Something's wrong here. I, I get him. I'm getting a weird feeling from him. I don't know what's going on, but that's because that's where his mind went for this. Right. Mm-hmm. He thought she will think this is romantic. Right. So now she tries to look at his phone and she says to him, oh. give me your password. And he goes, what? And she says, what's your password? And he goes, what? And she says, my password. And he gets real non-smiling and goes, it's my face. And she goes, okay, that's good. So I can hold it up to your face while you sleep. And I can check to see if you're being a good boy. That's important. So she does. She just lays it all out there. Like, while you're asleep, I'm going to get your phone and hold it up to your face to open your phone. Yeah. I guess it's better that she said something. Yeah. That she at least laid it out and didn't do it on the sly but it is that is bananas that is the first day you're on the the bed together first two hours he better go in that bathroom and pretend he has to go to the bathroom and take his phone with him and he better wipe it clean as if it never existed like i I don't know if he even has anything on there that would be problematic but uh, i think she's an internet investigator and she's gonna find it or you need to conveniently for, have forgotten your charger and that phone needs to die and be unable to be charged for the yeah. entire time that you're there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he's done anything wrong, but um, you, you, one, know, one doesn't know what she is going to think is wrong. Like That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to two more people that are not going to last. So can I assume that you don't think Gino and Jasmine are going to last? No. You don't. This okay. is going to end very badly. Okay. Well, we're going to move on to Kim and Soja Boy, and I'm going to have to assume you don't think this is the couple that is going to last. So I'm narrowing it down. Yeah. I had some advance warning on Kim. Did you? From my Kim, Birdly. Uh-huh. She gave me advance warning about the Kim situation. Okay. Which, and, and what uh, advance warning what did it. she give you that she looks like David of David and Annie with a wig? She does. Oh no. She oh does. why did you do it? Now it's in my head. Mm-hmm. Um about MJ. She gave me advance warning about MJ and that Usman was back. Yeah, we get um God, but don't you wish, don't you wish when they would have put this together, when we first got introduced to her and we saw about Michael Jackson and we saw her tattoos and we saw her mom and everything, and mm-hmm. then she says she's got this boyfriend. Don't you wish a hundred percent because they had spoiled it in the in the previews. Like we knew what going into the show. I didn't know. God, don't okay, you wish really. don't you wish you didn't know when you watched it blind and there he was and there was Soja Boy? I will say this. Kimberly describing it to me, she stretched it out. Okay, yes. And then landed it. So it did feel like I was watching it. Mm-hmm. So that's okay because I was shocked. She is such a good storyteller. She is. So it's yeah. and it's very much I mean it's literally why we started our podcast. Yes. But yes. Um, but she I was I could not imagine that Usman would be back. I can't did, I don't know why. It seems correct now well, that he is, but Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so wow. Kim's getting ready to go on her trip, her bang trip to Tanzania. And she says she met Usman 11 months ago. 
She's going to meet him in Tanzania where he's shooting this music video that will take two weeks. And like we said last week, what music video in the history of time has taken more than two hours, nay, two days to shoot? So there's no reason for him, Usman Soja Boy, international star, to be shooting a video for two weeks. But Multiple locations? Are they moving around? It, it doesn't matter. I don't even think Beyonce, I, I don't even think Beyonce takes two days to shoot a video. So I doubt it. So she cries when she's talking to her mom about leaving because she's worried. And she's worried about leaving her mom. And her mom's like, don't worry. Like, I'm fine. Everything. I would never, like, risk my health or anything. And then she says, um, God, I hope he's worth it. Spoiler alert, he's not. So she says, Kim says, this trip is her way to prove to Usman that she's not like his ex, baby girl Lisa, and that she is the right woman for him. But now she has 30 hours of travel time ahead of her. Okay. All right. So now we see Usman in the studio laying down his sick beats. Uh, his song is Zara, not the store. And he says, <laughs> and he says, um, he tells us, I am Usman, a.k.a. Soja Boy, international superstar, king of Africa. Okay. He says, he says his, his career has been moving higher. He's been a singer for 10 years. He's not at the top yet, but he's working to get there. And he wishes he could be as big of a celeb in the States as Michael Jackson. Eh, bad selection. Or Chris Brown. Eh, eh. Nope. Or Jay-Z. Okay. Okay. One out of three. Two out of the three, three are, are terrible. Pedophiles wow. and wife beaters. In that order. Good God. Don't come at me if you don't think that's true about Michael Jackson. I will not read your DM. Okay? Happened last week. So. No, it didn't. Oh, yeah, it did. Somebody, somebody that didn't follow me that wrote me and said, you know, just so you know, like you should look up your facts on Michael Jackson. I said, I, I have the facts. I also have the facts on Chris Brown. So yeah. there you go. Facts Jay-Z. are kind of clear. I don't know. Right. Jay-Z, yeah. yes. Compare yourself to Jay-Z all day long. Sure. Go for Love it. Love it. Love him. Okay, I do. I do. I do love Jay Z. You're gonna find your Beyonce, Usman. Is it's Kim it? Kim's the one. Hmm. Sure. She probably would look good with her hair flying, um, like Beyonce does, because she's got long with the hair. wind machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The constant wind machine. Uh, baby girl Lisa would not have looked good with that look because her hair was too short and curly. It wouldn't work. Yeah, it was too tight. You got to have loose. That would also locks. cause her some coughing because she had like severe smoker's cough at all time. All right. When did Kim quit smoking? Uh, we haven't seen her smoke. She we sounds a lot like baby girl Lisa if you're not She does, but we haven't seen it, okay? We have not seen it yet, so maybe she is a past and not a current. That yes, is, that's right. That could be it. Yeah. Right. Or just she has a husky voice naturally, and Usman must really like that, because we've got two now. Mm-hmm. He likes something about the two of them that they have in common, which is old age, smoker's cough, bad teeth, and desperation. America. And America. <laughs> I forgot that was number one. I forgot that that's, one. That's <laughs> yeah. number one. <laughs> so he says uh, he is recently recently divorced from Dr. Baby Girl Lisa and uh, her controlling nature broke them. But he's single now, but not for long. He says he's been talking to Kimberly. Kimberly. And she is something special. She is beautiful. Her heart is beautiful. When, they, when he says she's beautiful, the producers put up, put up so many pictures of her that do not look beautiful. Now, I'm not saying she's not. I'm saying the photos that they showed were not flattering. That's shady. 
Us which producers is, should be ashamed it, of themselves. It was That's shady. Not right. He says her heart is beautiful. No, he's not in love with her yet, but he does love her personality. But because of his ex, Dr. Baby Girl Lisa, he does not want to be official until they meet in person. Now that's good. He's learned. He's learned from his past mistake that he should not get engaged and plan to get married to someone he's never met in person. Wow. So he won't say she's his girlfriend yet. Okay. Now he goes to a lunch with his team. Uh, there's three people there, but we only meet Badmus and Slam T. That's his manager and his assistant. And mm-hmm. of course they have the, the waiter comes up. It's like, Hey, soldier boy, just to show us that he's famous. And uh, that's good management. That's good. Slam mm-hmm. T, the uh, assistant says, look, man, we need to focus on your music video and your business and not this woman, Kimberly. And the other guy who we don't meet says she's an American and as old as your ex-wife, bro. Badmus, the manager says to the camera, people expect him to be with a younger model like person. He is a celebrity. He should not be with a person in their 50s. And Usman says, says, he's correct. The the management is looking out for his public image. And Usman says, she is different than my ex in her behavior. She will be submissive. She will be loyal. She is going to be supportive. She will not control my career. And they say, hey, um, you know what? He was taking pictures of his outfit that he's going to wear from his video and sending them to Kimberly before he sent to me. And they said, did you also send them to Zara? Not, not the store, but a girl named Zara. He says he doesn't talk to her anymore. She's a girl he met online. And holy shit, we get some pictures of Zara. Zara's got it going on. Zara's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Zara's gorgeous. So what happened here? Well, well we, I mean, we find out what happened, but he tells of. us Zara could not handle his fans and all the women that go up in his DMs. And he would truly had feelings for that girl. I'll bet. He had to let it go. He decided to focus on Kimberly. Now, here's the thing. Zara was an American that looked to be a gorgeous, beautiful woman that was into him. You know what he could have done? Not not spoken to any more of these fans. Get your social media team to talk to the fans. You don't talk directly to the fans. Focus on having a relationship with Zara, who's an American, which is what you want. Why is that so hard? Why do you have to DM back every woman that DMs you? I, I think I it's Jay Z doesn't do that. I think it's really kind that you think he has a social media team. <laughs> I think Usman should be very flattered by that comment. Well, I'm talking about Slam T. Slam T could do it. Slam do T. Do we could really do it. think Slam? Do we really think Slam T is his assistant, or is it just his friend that he doesn't pay? Who follows him? Well, around? Slam T would be what glad do to think? do it for free because then he'd get to see all the the booby pics and things. You know what? Yeah. That's true. That it's would win-win. be very smart. He should do it. He should absolutely get somebody else on that and just have focused on Zara. I I also feel like he's lying. <laughs> Let me also <laughs> say that. I also feel like that's not exactly what happened. I feel it's more like he got with somebody who uh-huh. emailed him a fan uh-huh. and yeah. Zara found out and was angry. What I don't yeah. understand is why you were heading in the right direction with Zara, who seems to be in her 30s. Mm-hmm. And then again, we've switched, but it's like that was too hard. So he went back to what he knows, which is baby girl Lisa type, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That was like Zara was probably like a real relationship, like of equals there. And exactly. Then, and then he couldn't handle that, right? Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. I love when we break. So this he had down. to go back to somebody who would be not as worship him. 
Right. Yeah. Worship him and think, yeah, he rules. Right. So he says, because of what happened with Zara, uh, first he says he'll no longer write songs about women. And, but second of all, he decided after that situation with Zara, he decided he would focus on Kimberly. So he says he does understand why his whole team is upset, but you know, being famous is hard and you just don't know if people love you for you, but he feels that Kimberly does love him for him and is very supportive. And if this works out, she could be wife number two. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Is he very famous? He's very famous. Well, he tells us he's an international celebrity. He does. He did say he was the king of Africa. So, and there was a banner. So I'm, they had to have that made up. Mm -hmm. So. So, and the people at the picnic table lunch knew him. And so there's that. So I'll be there for you. I will care for you, girl. Yeah. Baby girl, I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. Baby girl, Lisa, the day I saw you, I knew you were the one. I'm in love with you. I'll be there for you. Um, okay. I can't wait to hear Zara. I cannot wait. Well, we heard it when he was in the studio. He was, he but was like with the, with the whole video. Yeah. Yeah. When I want seen. to, I want to experience the Zara song. And also, and, is it a hit? Is that why he's like doing all of this, making the video for it and stuff? Cause it is very specifically about a girl that you're no longer with. So. Right. Uh, what, I don't know. What is a hit in Soja Boy's world? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back with Memphis and Hamza. Now, I got a DM from a listener that was nice. I oh. said this person uh, that that the town that Memphis is from is called Musk E Gun, and she phonetically wrote it out Musk E and then Gun like Gun Musk E Gun. So who who knows what I said last week? But oh. Musk E Gun, and uh, she said yes, I'm from Michigan, but I claim none of these people, which was funny. Um, <laughs> Okay, thank you. So, is this the couple you think is going to make it? Nope. Okay. Do you agree last week when she was doing boobies, boobies, sexy time in the shower and he was looking around while she was doing that? Do you think that likely he had friends there that were looking at boobies, sexy time? Because he was looking around. Do you think so? Is it just hitting you now? No, honestly, my thought was that he is that it's family that he's worried someone's going to see it. Oh, he's worried somebody's going to come in. Not and, wanting yeah. someone to see it. He's uh-huh. wanting people not to see what he's doing. Oh, bad. okay. All right. That's well, more what I thought. Did you think that there were buddies that were also checking it out? Well, because he was laughing and going, Ooh, sexy time, booby, big boobies. And then sort of yeah, looking side to side. It made me think like, Oh, he's got buddies there that are checking it out. Yeah. Oh, I hope not. I hope not too. It's gross. Ugh. It's gross. 
So, all right, she goes out to hang with the star of this entire two-hour episode, Ingrid. Ingrid, Absolutely. her foster sister, is a star, and she needs her own spinoff. She was hilarious, and she's going to go hang out with her. I don't know if she's going to sleep there for the night or whatever. Maybe she had to get closer to Detroit or something. And she's yeah. going to take her to the airport maybe the next day. So she Ingrid t- on Pillow Talk. Ingrid for Pillow Talk. Oh, my God. I'll send yes. an email. Yes. Yes, yeah. send an email. Mm-hmm. So she's going to take her to the airport the next day. So she comes in and goes, hey, can I fix you something to eat? Now I was thinking maybe it's like super early because she says she wants bacon. I need all the bacon because once I get there, I can't eat bacon because it's a Muslim country. Thinking ahead, thinking ahead to get her bacon filled before she goes. It's good. She tells us Ingrid has always been a great support system for her. And she explains that this was her favorite foster family she ever lived with. And Ingrid was the, the biological child of the foster family, which this was, this was like a a positive win for the foster system, I thought. And Ingrid tells her, I don't really know how you're doing this. Like, how can you leave your kids for this long? And I don't buy it. I don't buy it with this guy. And Memphis goes, what, what do you mean? Like in the end, it's going to be best for my kids because then they're going to gain this father figure. How do you know that this 26 year old guy is going to be able to be a father figure to your 12 and six year old? How do you know that? How do you know that? Boy, is that true? This you is no one. Yeah, this is this is the thing about the storyline that really gets me. Mm-hmm. The kids. The kids. It's not great. So We've she, seen it before, but it's, oh, yes. again, I hate every time it's rough. Yeah. So, right. Every time it's rough. So, so she tells Ingrid, you know, you know, you know, we have this great connection. You've seen us interact. And before she gets it out of her mouth, Ingrid goes, stop. I ain't seen you interact. And Memphis goes, well, you've seen us on FaceTime and, and that's enough. And you know, it's, and she keeps, and Memphis goes, uh-uh, no, it's not. Mm-mm, nope. And so Ingrid tells the camera, you know what? Memphis is impulsive and a hothead and she could be intimidating. I don't think he's ready for Memphis. So we, that's the first we've heard that she's a hothead. So that's, that's, we haven't heard that yet. So no, that's true. So then she says, Memphis, does Hamza know about your ex-husband? And she goes, so then she tells us, okay, what she meant by that was, um, my husband and I are, we co-parent very well. We get along. He's a great support system and he's more of a father to Kennedy than her actual biological father ever was. So he's a great you know, parent to both my kids. Everything's fine there. Nothing to see. Keep it moving. However, yeah. when Hamza and I were first dating, we hit a rough patch and I spent a few nights with my ex, not in an intimate way, but in a moral support kind of way. Hamza is very jealous. And so I didn't tell him. And if he finds out, it's going to be a problem. Well, why is it a problem if you didn't do anything? If it's just for moral support, if it's a family thing. This feels like manufactured drama to me, unless yeah. she actually did something, which makes me think she did. Right. So it's if she just spent a few nights over there with her kids because he's the father of the kids and they had some family time. Why is it a problem? Why would also he need to know that? It's I don't not, quite understand what's going You're in a new relationship. That's yeah. not something I don't feel like that's disclosure that has to happen, especially if nothing happened. That's the dad. Right. That's what I think. So I think you're right. I think it's manufactured drama. Yeah. All right. So Ingrid's driving her and she's so funny. She's so funny in the car. And um, Memphis says, I don't know. I just, you know, I just feel that he's not going to be a hundred percent attracted to me. Like I've had this problem before and it gave me Aww. low self-esteem which is nuts because she is beautiful and he will be 
very lucky, you know, to see her in person and, you know, all that. I mean, he's seen it all. Let's, you know, he's seen booby, booby, sexy time. So, you know, it's not going to be a surprise what she looks like. She looks like what she looks like. He's seen it all. I think that this is rare, by the way, that on on before the 90 days that one of the people is legitimately worried, but not really for a reason. You know, normally when people are worried, it's because they've really enhanced. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of, I think Re- her name is Rebecca. Rebecca yeah. and Ziet, yeah. And Ziet. Mm-hmm. But in this case... I mean, nothing that we saw any shots or anything. Did she look? She's showing him live video of right. herself. He knows what you look like. So it was weird to sort of see that little bit of vulnerability, but it made me like her more, actually, because I was yeah. like, oh, it's okay. No. And he's sending you amazing pictures of himself, too, where he's, he's pushing his arm up yes. into himself looking it's, buff, you yeah, know? We, yeah, yeah, come yeah. Come on now. We yeah, good point. You might be disappointed. So Memphis, uh, so Ingrid says to the camera, you know, Memphis is nuts. She's nuts for doing this. It's not going to work. It's going to be a big waste of time. It's going to be a big waste of money and energy. I don't want her to go through another letdown, but she's going to go. She's hard-headed. So then we hear her and the producer rushing to get to the plane. Like they're at gate 38. They got to get to 28, whatever. And they're like, ah, so then they make it. That's it. That's it for them. Okay. Now here's the couple you think is going to make it. Mike and Ziema. Ziema. How do you say her name? X I M Hamena. Thank you. Hamena. 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 This is not no. the couple. No. All right. So we open with Mike working on Legos. He's an IT support. He's a volunteer firefighter. And right when they showed him in his volunteer firefighter outfit, Veronica on Pillow Talk goes, Well, automatically hot. <laughs> automatically oh. hot. Doesn't matter in, what he in the firefighter uniform. Yes. 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 Correct. And he says he keeps to himself. He's not very outgoing. He lives at home with his dad. And then Veronica goes, uh-oh. Um, he lives at home with his dad and his granddad. He helps his dad take care of his granddad. Now, he's very sweet. He's very sweet. He has two younger brothers who each have their own families. And they show a picture of him and his brothers. One that we see both look tall and attractive. Correct. So I feel bad for Mike. In about a hundred different ways. Yeah. He, Mike's going to be hard for me. Yeah. So he says living at home cramps his style, obviously. And he says past relationships have been um, non-existent. He had a serious relationship in high school and that's been it. So he says he's always been looking for a serious relationship. And he even switched his location on a dating app. And then he met Jimena from Colombia. She's 24. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. The love of his life. Because that's, you would be drunk if you took a shot every time somebody said that. They've been talking for about a year. He's truly in love. First time he's ever felt truly in love. They have talked about marriage. They have talked about kids. And the main issue is the language. He does speak a little bit of Spanish. And she only speaks Spanish. Zero English. You what? It's been a year. She could have learned a little English. You could have learned a little more Spanish. Correct. Nobody on the show does any of the legwork to be able to communicate with their partner. It started with Nicole and Azan, and it's continued ever since. Nicole was going to learn the language, I feel like, and then uh, did not. Yeah, let me tell you what I feel about these two. Are you ready? Here we go. Physically, I'm attracted to Nicole, but it's not like, just like, for example, 55%. 
never gets old. 55%. So, um, but, but, you know, that's, that's uh, worse because you remember baby girl, Lisa and Usman, he was attracted to her 70%. So Nicole only got 55%. So we'll see what Jimenez says about Mike. So she's the most beautiful woman in the world, blah, blah, blah. So the, the language is the issue. So now he goes to the firehouse. He's, you know, fake checking some equipment to have a reason to be there. And his younger go. his younger brother, Stephen, comes in. Cute, nice, very close. Stephen is the voice of reason. And he says, we don't look alike. My brother's about 5'10 with a full head of hair. And I'm about 5'4. And yeah, well, he's, a, he's embraced it. He rubs his bald head. He's embraced it. And, and, and it looks fine. Take just, note. Take note. It looks fine. He talks to Steven and Steven says, um, look, man, I, I really think this is crazy. Like you're going to get engaged to this girl. Like you got a ring. And he says, but you know, I'm not going to lie. This is the happiest I've seen you since mom passed away. Now, then he tells us that his mother passed away nine years ago. So nine years ago would put him at 25. Okay. And he became very closed off and very angry at when his mom passed away. But he says now he's the happiest he's been. He's never been able to find happiness. And, you know, he's gone all these years. And he tells Stephen about the proposal. And Stephen goes, dude, marriage is serious. I was together with Amanda for like 10 years before we got married. And I was like, no, wait a minute. You're the younger brother of a guy that's 34 and you're married. And okay, so you must have been with this girl since you were 13. Like what? Yeah, what? that's weird. I, I, the, the, I just always try to do the ages and the math on this show. And sometimes That's really good up. for you because yeah. I did not. I'm sorry. He doesn't seem like he's 34 to me. He yeah. I mean, appear that age. So I. So even if Steven is 32 <laughs> and he just got married, he was with this girl from age 20, you know, whatever. Okay. The, then he was with it, her. Okay. Yeah, Steven's got to get. just got married. He just got married. He's got to get head on his shoulders. So he says, um, dude. You know, marriage is serious and uh, you got to really know somebody and secrets will come out and they don't come out in just two weeks. You're going to only know what she wants you to know. Like, that's how that works. It's a great point, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Now, Stephen says Mike is seven years older than him. So oh, that, so that good means, Lord. so that means, that means Stephen is, what is 34? Minus seven. I'm trying. Hold on. Okay. Four minus three. So he's, so he's 27. It's 27. It's 27. How is that possible? So let's just say. Oh, so he was with her since he was 17. Yeah. That's what we think. So, so, so Stephen had a high school girlfriend that he married. Okay. So he's been with this girl a long time. Mike is seven years older than him. But Stephen says he feels like the older brother sometimes. And. Mike says, uh, you know, with that visa as approved, Hamina will come over and then she'll just live with me and granddad and dad. Now, at this point is where Stevens just step in and go, hey, man, that's not a good idea either. You should get your own place. But he doesn't say it. He doesn't say it because he doesn't think it's going to work out. No, he doesn't. All right. Now it's not going to work out. Also, Mike is clearly, you know, simple. He's got like, you know, he's doing his Legos and stuff and he doesn't think like his brother does. It's clear, you know, there's the family has different brains, right? The brother's got this going on. 
And Mike is very like singularly focused. Like when he's focused on one thing, he's doing that. Like when he's doing the Legos, he's doing this. And he he has his jobs in the house. He takes care of his dad. He takes care of this. It's probably why he was upset when his mom died. He probably had jobs for his mom too, mm-hmm, you know? So that would mm-hmm. really affect him. And then especially at that age, it would sort of stunt him from moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then, so now it's with Jimena. It's like, no, it's going to be this and this and this. Everything goes in its box. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't see how that couldn't work. And so he doesn't sort of, you know, he's not bridging the gaps that Stephen is doing. You think about how much money he must have. He's an IT support. He's 34. He's right. never lived on his own and never had to, like, we assume, pay a mortgage or anything. He just has to pay for himself. He's got a really good job. I bet he's got a lot of money. A lot I saved so. up. I think so, too. And I think that's a problem. I think he could date here. I don't think he needs I do, to- too. Yeah, I, I think that Mike would do fine. I think there's somebody for him. I and do it too. doesn't mean that that somebody isn't in another country. It's definitely not him, Anna. Nope. Yeah. So now he's in the car with his friend, John, who looks a little methy, just a little, a little methy, and his wife, Nelsie, who seems lovely. Yeah. So uh, they're going to the toy store and they're going to get toys for Jimena's kids. She has two boys, age three and seven. Okay, uh, do the math on that. Jimena's 24. She has a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. All right? So 17. Mm-hmm. She had her first kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Mike says, um, yeah, you mm. know, I'm, I'm looking forward to taking on the stepfather role, although it does make me terrified. And we've also talked about having her own kids. And then I say, who all is moving in with granddad and dad? Jimena and her two children? This that was also the question on uh, Pelotalk. Everybody was like, "Wait, back it up, back it up." Yeah, and I think that I the sad thing is, I think that Mike legitimately thinks that that's going to work out. Mm-hmm. That yeah. all seems fine to him. He is not seeing how that's not going to work. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to be happy because no, it's yeah, he's not getting it. It's all right. Okay, so they're in the toy store again. I just say, friend John is looking rough. And John says, you know, I am worried that he's just, I'm worried that you are blinded by her looks and you've never met her and it's going to get real, real fast. And Kathleen, the store lady has on a hat and two pair of glasses and two masks and um, four sweaters. And she, (laughs) and she laughs and laughs about why on earth he could be going on this journey. She's like, well, that come back and tell me how that works out. And, but that doesn't sway him. So outside Nelsie tells him, you know, man, we just love you. Like we love you. And John says, you work really hard and you're a good person and you always do the right thing. So we do worry that you're just blowing money. And he goes, well, I'm not blowing money. I've helped her with, you know, rent. And Nelsie goes, what else have you helped her with? He goes, okay, well, I help her with her rent. And then she had to get her fridge and also a, a washing machine. And John's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? She could have all sorts of guys buying these things for her and she could be just milking you. Yeah. And, and Nelsie says, she's using this. She's using him for money and to come to the United States. And then John makes a few jokes because this is when I decided he wasn't methy. He just looked like it. He says. X maybe. He says, yeah, he could just be former. Um, former drug addict. He says, oh yeah, 
there's some red flags here. You know what? These aren't red flags. These are internet. These are national warning systems. These are the thing that goes off on your phone. This is the national guard has come to your house. The, the gates are up. This is not a red flag. And Elsie is laughing. She thinks he's hilarious. I thought it was good. Yeah. I was like, yep, that's good. I very we, much like that. We went past uh, the one red flag right to the national guard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that it went that far. That It feels like, well, and also you'd be so protective, right? If you were Mike's friend, you'd be so protective of him, Cause, especially because yeah. he's not buying her a washer. He's sending her the money for a washer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Great no, point. He's not doing that. You know, she's like, it's a fridge and it costs this much. And then he's sending her $800 or whatever uh-huh. she says it is. So it's yeah, huge he chunks of money. It's why she's asking for big appliances. He didn't go to Best Buy online and then get it, put it in his cart and pay for it. It's hard to go pick it up. That's not what happened. No. no. Okay. Because they then have- conveniently it would have been, well, I can't do that because I don't have the truck, you know, would have been a long story. And then yeah. somehow it would have come back that she had to have the cash for it. It's a whole, and she probably has multiple guys. Yeah. If I had to guess, all of her pictures are that filtered, those filtered pictures too. Every yeah. single one. Gorgeous photos. Gorgeous photos. Gorgeous. But like the Snapchat ones where you yes. have the pretty face where yeah. I don't know what that filter is called. Purdy? What's it called? Where you're just, you know, it smooths everything out and you look like you're. Some 18. of them are, some of them are literally called like pretty face or pretty perfect. Or like you can, there's a new filter out that shows like what you would look like if a plastic surgeon did everything on you. And then, so you just look like a Kardashian. Yeah. Stop it. Mm-hmm. You can do those. Yeah. I haven't done it because I don't want to know. Because <laughs> I can't afford That's it. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay. Now we go to the couple that you must think is going to work out, which is Caleb and Alina. Yes. They're okay. my one. They They're are. They're my one hope. They are. Well, I must say of all the people we've talked about, these two would be the only one that I would have 4% hope. And that's, 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 that's good. 4%. Oh, okay. That's 4% above zero, right? If you have zero yeah. and everyone mm-hmm. else, I'll mm-hmm. take the 4%. And I really just feel it's just for a few reasons. It's really the length of time they've known each other. Okay. That was a big one for mm-hmm. me. The 13 years was yeah. huge because they were friends first, which generally in a relationship means that's going to sometimes be mm-hmm. better, mm-hmm. especially if he was kind of like a, a player and was looking to settle down or looking mm-hmm. now like more seriously for a partner, you know, so he really thought about it. Um, and then it was also both of them have like, she's kind of got, I liked that she cursed a lot. It very, I very much liked that. And I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, I could see them together. How'd you, I like, could her, see how'd you like her singing? I actually thought it was really cool. Their little band. I love the friend. Like, okay. Yeah. Oh God. We'll get I to mean, him. they, I, I could see, going to see that band like one of my friends being in that band I was very excited about them I thought they seemed like they had fun and so I could also see them living in multiple locations which to me is a good sign means like they could live there or they could live in the U.S. Uh didn't she didn't seem incredibly anxious to get to the United States although if she did get to the United States I think she'd do very well she would okay so he goes to see his parents and whoa is his hair way too long we have not seen it down, so we didn't know. Long. Wow. It is like long. 80s rocker long. Like, it's yes. long. Blind melon. Yep. It's locks of love long. Yes. Yeah. Long. So, but it's pretty. It's not scraggly. It looks nice. So, um, he says he hasn't told his parents very much. He grew up in a very Christian household. And... Um, in Arizona. In Arizona. 
And if you, you have such a strong feeling about Arizona. I, I do. Yes. And, and what I was yeah. seeing in this landscape, I remembered from my time in Arizona this yeah. summer. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and he said, uh, it's a very Christian home. And if you dated, you were expected to marry that person and also be a virgin. That's what was expected, how he grew up. So he doesn't tell them much. Um, so he says, um, oh, hey, I wanted to come over and get my get a suitcase. A suitcase? Son, where are you going? Well, mom and dad, I'm going on a trip to Turkey to see a friend. Her name is Alina. Tell us about your friend. All right, get that out of the way. And he says, well, she sings, she's artistic, and she's a little person. And dad says, what do you mean by that? And he says, well, she has a form of dwarfism. And dad says, hmm, well, hmm. And mom says, what exactly does that mean? How tall is she? And he says about three feet. And dad says, hmm, well, hmm, how does she get around? And he says, uh, in a wheelchair mostly, but she can walk. And I'm going to go see her and I'm going to see what it's like. Dad tells the camera, wow, we had a lot to learn about tonight. And um, hmm. So then to go back to the table and he goes, yeah, her roommate's going to come with her to support her because he, he knows how to uh, deal with her while I'm learning. And dad goes, right. So now the parents, the way they think is immediately, of course, this now this is the girl he's going to marry. So the dad says, so what if you get married and you have to go jump right to marriage and, and you had children, what would that be like? Would they be little people? And he goes, you, I just can't think that far ahead, dad. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know that. And also, no. And also, I don't no. know why he doesn't know that. Like, that's sort of interesting to me that he's saying, well, I haven't thought that far ahead, but like. I the mean, answer is no, it would, you know, no. It worries me that he hasn't looked up stuff on little people. That's concerning to me. Right. I think that his answer of that's too far ahead is better. You think instead, so? Okay. Instead of saying, yes, when we have children, the chance is 50-50. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, right, just, exactly. no, just, just too far ahead, I'm not thinking of marriage. So, Yo, and it's good because it shuts the parents down too. You're right. Yes. That's really good because like he knows what his parents are doing. He knows the game that they're playing. They're trying to get the marriage thing in there. Right. And he's, mm-hmm. they've already asked too many questions so so many he just needs to get a suitcase and go so mom and dad tell the mom and dad seem really cute and they tell us you know well he's a risk taker and you know that's what we love about him and that's great and the dad goes although that do, does cause us a lot of anxiety so and especially with that hair you just get trapped and okay so caleb says um Initially, we're going to see how we get along with our size difference. And, you know, we also have to see if we can get along with each other in person. And mom says, okay, Caleb, well, I think this is great. And I just want your hearts to be okay, no matter how it turns out, which was very sweet. Yeah. Which was very sweet. I think that they are, whatever religion they are, they are good people. So, all right. Dad kind of looks like Santa Claus. And I like that too. Dad had a little bit of long hair too. So this might be a, a long hair in the family. Thing, could, do you yeah, think? Yeah, it could be. It could be like a hippie family. Dad might grow it, cut it. You know, he yeah. might do the thing where he grows it, donates it, cuts it to the shoulder length, but it's always the shoulder length. It could, could be that. All right. It's a, it's a I good don't know. Call. Arizona? I don't know. It's a good call. I don't know. Was that what they do? I don't know. So now we're in Russia and uh, Alina and Elijah are packing for her trip. He's there. He's helping her. And Elijah says, you know, I worry about how Caleb's going to be towards me. And Alina goes, yeah, he's kind of hard to read. Like he doesn't wear his emotions on his sleeve. Elijah says, um, 
I've known her for six years and she's one of a kind. She's a fierce bitch and Caleb seems nice, but you never know. So I'm glad I'm going to be there to help her. Elijah needs to get together with Ingrid and have a spinoff. Absolutely. They they are amazing. Uh, They are amazing voices of reason. He's great. He's great. It's also really good that he's coming. Absolutely. I mean, it is great that he's coming. Yeah, this was a good idea. It was probably already planned that way, but we, we seems like it was a last minute idea, but either way, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. So now Caleb is packing and uh, he has the important things. He's got his protein powder. Uh, he's got his deck of tarot cards and condoms. And he says he's a very sexually open person and he really doesn't know what to expect there, but uh, their connection is deep and he doesn't think the size will matter. But then he does sort of give us a... Uh, if we're making out, we can't have sex. And if we're having sex, we can't be kissing because of the size. And he seems to have done a little, uh, done a little uh, measuring on that. No internet research on children, but he's done research on how it'll work for the sex. Okay. Um, I cannot, I cannot really get a read on him. I'm going to be honest. It's a little too soon for me. Okay. But you still think, but you think it's going to work? I think they have the best shot. Okay. I right. didn't say I think it's going to work. <laughs> okay. They have the best shot of everyone. And also, if it does work, it would be great. If it, it does, would. like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it would. So now his brother Josh picks him up. Josh kind of has long hair too, actually. Now that yeah. we're looking at brother Josh. See? So there you go. Okay. It's, it's a, a family, long a family. hair. That's what yeah. they do. So Josh tells us, uh, no, I do not see this working out. And it's going to come around and bite him in the ass. So here we go. Why though? Why is it going like I need to know more about his past relationships? It seems like he just kind of played the field but doesn't have serious. He said he didn't have serious girlfriends. So, uh, Josh thinks he's weird because he draws his intention and burns him in the backyard. John's like, I'm not buying your hippy dippy woo woo shit. Come on, come on, man. How many That's times what do you I think, think Caleb's been to Burning Man? Uh, I think he went once before the pandemic and he can't wait to go back. That's there we I go. Think. That's what I think. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Now Alina and Elijah arrive in Turkey. They get there a day before Caleb. Great idea. Always a good idea to, to get the lay of the land beforehand. And Mm -hmm. her friend, her college friend, Maria picks them up. They're very happy to see each other. They arrive at the hotel and Maria says, I can't stay. I have to leave because the eight o'clock curfew. Now I assume that's a pandemic curfew. Everybody in the house by eight. Yeah. Right. So, um, I assumed that I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Their room is on the second floor with no elevator. And she says this is upsetting to her because it was Caleb's responsibility to pick the hotel. And Caleb did not take into consideration that a second floor with no elevator is not going to be great for her. And she can't take her wheelchair up. Do you think there's any chance that he booked a room and they book the room when you get there? Like you just book a room at a hotel and you don't know where it is in the hotel. Like when you book a hotel in Europe. Yeah, he should have specifically requested the ground floor. So it is concerning that he seems to have not done that or they just ignored it. I'd be interested to see what happened here. I would be interested to understand why he did not just book a wheelchair accessible room, a hotel that is accessible for people with wheelchairs. Um, It didn't appear in this hotel that there were rooms on the first floor. (laughs) Like it just seems like you check in and then you go up the stairs. Like he thought he thought it would be a cute, quaint hotel for them. But he didn't, what he should have done was found like a Marriott or something that would have accessible rooms. 
He didn't look for an accessible room at all, is what I think. This does not bode well. No, it doesn't. And he says, I think maybe she did, he just doesn't really understand what my abilities are. So Elijah comes in and was like, wow, this bed would be even high for me. Okay. And he goes in to see the toilet because he's her friend to see like, wow, will you be able to get on the toilet? She's like, I'm going to need a chair in here. I'm going to need a chair by the bed. And he goes, you know what? Tonight I'm going to stay in the room with you because you're going to need me tonight. And she says, great. Elijah for the win. Yeah. Next day, Elijah, again, for the win, is ironing her clothes. I mean, and what? picking her outfit. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Full he's styling amazing. her. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. amazing. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, I appreciate you so much for helping me and being here with me. And I'm just really nervous about seeing him. But yeah. you know what, Elijah? Even though you have spent the night with me, come with me on the trip, carried me up the stairs and ironed my clothes, I think when we meet, you don't need to be there. And he goes, what am I going to do? And she goes, just go with me to the airport and then you leave. He goes, so I have to ride to the airport and then I have to leave? He's he's funny about it. Yeah. But he does. He goes with her to the airport and he has his coat jauntily around his shoulders, which I love. Oh, and he's so stylish. He's I love it. I love the two. The pair of them are just a dream. They're so sure, fun. And I'm yeah. sure you love his pink hair. Oh, of course. Uh, I I mean, lo- yeah. I, I just love everything about, actually, both of them. I really like her, too. I like her whole thing that she's trying burlesque. I think she's very she's cool. Um, I, I agree. I like her. But my, my thought is why doesn't Alina just have him come to the airport, go to someplace else in the airport and then meet up with them and they can all ride back to the hotel together. Why are they spending double the money on cat? Like what? Why? Well, there's a production van. And so I think either Elijah had to get in the production van or we're going to see they're all three going to, I think maybe, don't come with me to the airport when I greet him. Maybe that's what she means. No, she said she wanted him to turn around and come back to the hotel, like drop her at the airport, get her ready, set up for when he's coming down and then go back to the hotel is what oh, she wanted. But right. Well, he'll get, seem... he'll get in the production van. They won't make it. Right. And then like have drop, then drop Elijah at the hotel. And then you guys go on to dinner. Right. Right. Like, do it like that. I don't know. But well, he's exhausted anyways. It doesn't matter. He, yeah. That he hadn't slept, so. He's happy to be in Istanbul. So um, they head to the airport and she's saying like, oh my God, like, I'm starting to feel very insecure because he doesn't really know what I look like. And I, and, and I worry about like, he's going to see me in the wheelchair. And so all her insecurities are starting to come out. And, and I can imagine that's how it, how it is for her always. Like, of course, of course, this person likes me and thinks I'm uh, beautiful and loves my personality, but in person, maybe they'll feel differently. Like, I don't know. So Elijah drops her at the airport and he tells her to stay fierce. He's so cute. And he, um, then he tells us, uh, I'm going to be on the lookout. And if this, if this guy comes for my girl, I'm going to kick his ass. So that's right. That's right. Elijah. That's right. Amazing. So then we see Caleb walking up and then that's the end of the episode. Now, next week on before the morning days, here we go. Jasmine and, um, Gino go to eat. And he said, he asked her, I think he's genuinely asking like in this country, like, do you tip? Cause some places it's not customary to tip. So he's of saying course. like, oh, should I leave the waitress a tip? I think he means, do you do that in this country? And then she says, of course you have something with the waitress. Of course I knew it. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I want to tip her if it's good service. And she said, I stopped listening to you five minutes ago. Do what you want. Good God. Yeah. It's going to get old real fast. Oh, Oh, yeah. Not even Squeaks LaRue, which is what I want to call him. Like, not even he can. Sorry. 
<laughs> like not even he is going to put up like that would be grading on anyone anyone yeah. you bad it's bad he's like wow. what that's pathological that's yeah. so severe that like and she has no reason about it she has no reason he's not done anything to show that he's this way nothing what happened to her i hope something we happened out. to her yeah. yeah we gotta find out okay so now we see Hamza's family tell him that when his girl comes, that he'll sleep in the living room and they're going to make up the other room for her. Very nice. They seem like lovely people and he'll sleep in the living room until they get married, of course. And that's, you know, that's the way it is, of course. And uh, he says, I told Memphis it would be okay if we sleep in the same room. I lied. I lied to Memphis. So it's not getting off on a great start. She's lied about spending time with her ex and he's lied about what he's actually told his family about their relationship. They definitely don't know about big boobies and sexy time. Definitely don't. Absolutely not. No. How religious is he? Mm. Well, we're not getting so much that we got with Brittany and Yazan where it was like, you have, you have to be married tomorrow. Like you have right. to be, so we don't have that, but maybe that's the, we don't know yet. His, his family looked lovely and nice and said, she, we'd love for her to stay here. We're going to make up the room really nice for her. They seem happy and up for him, but they're going to have to go sneak off to a hotel or something. But it is clearly why they're, she's going there to get married, not to become engaged. And she's been extremely clear about that the whole time. Well, week right? one, they're going to get to know each other. Week two, they get married. They get married. Right. Week three. That is sounds a lot like Brittany. Yeah. To me. Well, that was not her plan, but that was Yazan's oh, plan. Oh, of course not. Right. Because right. oh, she was married was to a... somebody else, if you remember. Oh, I do. I do remember. <laughs> I do. All right. All right. Now we see the girl who likes Asian culture, whose name we still don't know. And she's telling her friends, I've been naked with Johnny on the video chat. Like, he knows what I look like, but she worries in person. He will reject uh. her because she's a larger gal and she worries he doesn't know how big she is in person. Those are her words. And her friends are like, say what? So this isn't going to turn out well. They're never going to meet in person. So, uh, but he did. You get think to they're see- never? No, you don't never. Think they- okay. All right. No, they'll never be. He'll live in her phone. So wow. then we see Kim is in, uh, I guess, Tanzania. And Soja Boy's team is asking her, why don't you want to be called a super fan? And she goes, I'm not a fan. He invited me here for the video shoot. And they go, oh, he invited you? Because he told us you wanted to come. And uh, she goes, well, and then we see the friends saying, uh, she seems okay, but time will decide who the real Kim is. Okay. So it's not going to go. go so badly. It's going to be terrible. It's really going to go badly. Mike arrives to see Jimena and he's walking through the airport texting her and she's not responding. He goes, I've landed, but she won't respond to my text. Did I get stood up? Now we know from the previews that we do see them together. Ish. Well, in the previews, they're sitting on the couch and she tells him his farts disgust her and he can never, she can never imagine sleeping in a bed with him or having any intimacy with him because of his farts. And he cries and runs away like Paul. Oh my God. So I want Mike, hopefully hear our prayers, Mike, go on a dating app in the United States. Just, just spread it out to a a tri-state area. Try to find yourself 
an IT internet girl, a girl that enjoys Dungeons and Dragons and building Legos, that's going to be your girl. She's going to love you. She's going to love to help you take care of dad and granddad. She's going to want to have little nerd kids with you. It's going to work out for you. There's a girl for you out there. Also, if you're having a hard time on a dating app because like your choices are off, if in his case, like he's picking like people that aren't right for him, go to a matchmaker. If you have money, go to an actual matchmaker and they will be able to read you and understand the kind of person that you need. Mm-hmm. period it's gonna right? work out for mike it's just not gonna work out with jimena correct but people the, are oh, probably going to like him from the show i i i, I like him already and i i do too i, I just am like oh my god and everybody because i said he looks like a cartoon character but i can't put my finger on it and people keep sending me this one guy Dilbert? no it's like Dilbert. wallet wallace Dilbert wallace and gromit he does look like wallace and gromit everybody yeah. says that's what it is but no because of the glasses it's, yeah. it's it's a character with glasses that I and then I keep thinking it's the granddad from Up, but that's not it either because that guy oh. has hair and he's old. If I it's see the, something, I'll let you know. But he does have a very specific face, and I'm sorry yeah. when I said earlier that he was simple. I mean, he's simple thinking in the way that like he goes from point A to point B. He's like an a tech guy mind. Does he's that a tech guy. Sense? Yes, I do. Yeah. So if he's with someone with him like Jimena, who has a lot of me possibly we don't know yet, but possibly probably nefarious motives mm-hmm. he's not going to pick up on them quickly until he's kind of hit over the head with them right like yeah. the farts comment it's gonna have to be something like that and then it's really gonna hurt him because he's not gonna understand why she's being so mean right also when you first meet somebody don't pass gas in front of them save that for later was it an accident well, she said, they're so terrible. I can't imagine being in the bed with you or even being intimate with you. So he must have done it more than once. Maybe he's got IBS. There you go. Maybe he's got a gastric problem. Poor Mike. He has a Mike. bad diet. Maybe. We haven't seen it. We've only seen that with Gino. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well, what is, I asked Kimberly yesterday, but you, so you guys are putting out episodes, but then you're taking a little date with Dateline break. And I applaud that. Thank you. Two weeks. We get two weeks that we will not be releasing our main episodes, but we are going to cover this series. We're going to cover 90 Day Fiancé oh, before yeah. the 90 days on our Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, uh, for us, we are going to be putting out new episodes, but the first week of January, we'll be putting out, it'll be new to the people that aren't on Patreon. So we'll be putting up some Patreon stuff on the regular feed for people to kind of get a taste of it. If they didn't know, since we're sort of combining and making it a super Patreon. So um, the first week of January, that's what it'll be. But for this week, for the end of this week, going into Christmas, I will have a Bravo episode this week with Keisha, who we all love, Keisha. And there will be a Hey Bunky this weekend. And then the next week, it'll just be some Patreon stuff will be up there. And then the second week of January, we'll be back and bigger and better than ever, baby. Yay, 2022. COVID free for me. COVID free for me. Oh, I really wish it was 2023. I Co- wish it was oh, so bad because yes. then it would rhyme. It's like a yeah. it's like a sneeze that you're holding in. I just COVID oh, free I want it 2023. To rhyme. Yes. All, All right. right. Well, you know what? 2020 wasn't our year. 2021 wasn't our year. Here's to 2022. 2022, the year for you. <laughs> you guys, she nailed it. She nailed it. She did it. She brought it around. This is why you're the professional podcaster that you are. 
Oh, right. I'm, so, I'm way too pleased with that right now to be professional. A professional would just be like, oh, sure, it's easy, whatever. And I'm like, I did it. Bring Put it around. Bring it. Take, take that over to take that over to a date with Dateline. I will. I'm take writing it over. It, I'm literally going to write it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. And I'll talk to you Thursday. Thanks for having me. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.